Hi, and welcome to the podcast. My name is Michael Yon. This episode is on the reptilians and the dark forces. I want to mention that near the end, there is a positive twist. So without further ado, here's Kentarkis. I've got a couple of things that I, I want to um, talk about, but I don't want to go into it too deeply because I don't want to be shot or um, put in prison or, you know, for terrorism and all that type of stuff. Well, well. <laughs> yeah, because there's a lot of new laws, Michael, that are being created by governments all around the world. And people have no awareness what a lot of these laws are about or are actually in place. And you can say one wrong word and you can be arrested for terrorism under that new law. Gee. And it's all got to do with the new world order. We spoke about that years and years and years ago. I've known I've known I've known about it for about probably thirty five years. I had an experience in my time of sleep and also in a meditation that this is the how would you say this is the gateway for governments of the world to control people, not just through laws, but fear, by creating illusion, by creating fantasy, and making people believe it, just like the moon landing. And it's interesting that the person, I'll just... I. I I've got to explain first what I did. A long time ago when I was in Adelaide, I was waiting for a particular person and I wanted something to read because I knew it was going to be about an hour. And I went into this news agency and uh, it was a magazine. I It really just, it's like it just threw itself at me mm. and it's called Uncensored. And on the front page it's got, is the government planning to force you to have contaminated vaccines? So I'm just going to read this front page a little hmm. and see what you think. Some scientists are now saying that the swine flu vaccine is more dangerous than the virus itself and that the vaccine could help spread a more deadly form of the flu virus or give people serious illnesses. This is now the most censored story in the world. I don't believe this, this, this company exists anymore because I've never seen them again. Now, in February 2009, Baxter International, a major contractor for the swine flu vaccine, contaminated 72 kilos of the seasonal flu vaccine with live bird flu virus. They then distributed the contaminated vaccine material to 16 countries. It was about to be released to the general public when alert laboratory staff in the Czech Republic discovered the problem and adverted what could have been a lethal pandemic. Baxter admitted the contamination. Of course he would. That's it. By, by admitting something, it's more likely you won't go to prison. Hmm. But claimed that it was a pure accident. But was it really an accident? Many people are now beginning to doubt that. For an accident like this to happen, 
would have required a serious breach of its Level 3 biosafety contaminant protocols. It's a huge story, but the mainstream media has totally, totally ignored it. Why? Intervention by who? Governments. It's got to be. As well as the fact that criminal charges have been brought against Baxter, the UN, and WHO, which is World Health Organization. WHO is supposed to be working um, in a positive way for the people, which they don't apparently seem to be. For terrorism, likely to lead to genocide. Why? Incredibly, the New Zealand government has contracted with Baxter for an additional 300,000 doses of their still unproven swine flu vaccine and who is pushing for mandatory forced vaccination in 194 countries. Why? Isn't that interesting, Michael? Mm. Mm, yeah, and this is this was written back um, over ten years ago. Yeah, in two thousand and nine. And this this man, I'm not sure. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Uh, no, I can't seem to bring it about. But what's really interesting is it started basically in two thousand and nine, and it was a conspiracy. In fact, it's the biggest conspiracy for all of humanity. So Baxter International could create an illusion by creating a really dead, deadly virus vac- vaccine by giving it to people, he would then have the antidote. And he would sell hundreds and hundreds of millions of these antidotes or vaccine to counteract what he created in the first place and make trillions of dollars. But also, the sad part, hundreds of millions of people worldwide would be dead. Isn't that sad? Yeah, right. And you're saying that's a part of the New World Order plan. Absolutely. And it's run by, as I said to you on many occasions, these things are set up by massive businesses who will benefit entirely from it. I mean, that's what I said to you a while ago about Obama. You remember Obama becoming president. Well, the other person at that time should have become president, but Obama got in. And something I read which was very interesting, which should be fairly good knowledge to most people on earth, was that it was over $400 million spent to put him into power. And naturally, the reason he went into power was because he could actually um, sign bills that would allow these people to do what they want to do, to make trillions and trillions of dollars. It's really sad that that's what humanity has come down to. And I think there's only about a third of the population that truly believe that. I think the others just seem to flow with the flow and don't want to know. If you flow with the flow, then you flow with whatever's on the news. Exactly. And that just misleads you and misleads you and thinks that you're doing the right thing. And That's right. I mean, look what they did to President, uh, President um, Trump. 
I mean, that was never done in history, what they did to him. He has literally been pushed off the platform and he has no ass, um, what's the word, uh, access to the media. He is totally banned. And where would orders like that come from? Hierarchies. Because they don't want him pushing or seeking. Because they're scared he might find out the truth. What they don't realise is he already knows the truth. He just hasn't released it. The truth about bigger families running everything? Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. And they own all the banks. They own all the stock, like, you know, the stock markets. They own so much. It's absolutely incredible. And in this book that I've got, which I only pulled it out a few days ago when I was going through all my books because I dumped a lot of books, and I said, wow, I wondered where that went, and I kept it. And what's inside of it is quite shocking. I mean, even the man that supposed to have created the, you know, back in 1969 when um, uh, NASA was supposed to have landed on the moon yeah. and men walked on the moon. Well, he apparently, this guy who's a famous um, um, film producer, he was the one that actually created the fantasy, the fable, the illusion, the lies to the entire world. So it's really, really interesting what actually goes on behind closed doors that the general public will never, ever know. And if they do, they will only know a small version of the truth. See, when people lie and they grow up from a child lying and they never get over it, they take that lying, which becomes their belief system, their emotions, into their adulthood. And they still become liars and they continue because nobody has ever really um, found them out. So they hone it like a craft and they believe in what they're saying so much that they spread their lies. And that's what a lot of people in a lot of big places do to become successful or to get their own way. You were saying, did you say that the the conception of the New World Order happened like over a hundred years ago? Actually longer. It's about 200, 250, 280 years ago. It's not that they looked at the word the New World Order. It was a particular family line. And even, um, what's that gentleman's name, um, David Icke, David Icke spoke about them, and he called them the um, the Greens, the aliens, right, that have infested humanity, and they started to be born into human bodies. And they lived over all these different countries, gaining so much wealth, so much corruption. We were talking about the reptilians? Reptilians, yes. Right. Because they've, been, they've wanted to become um, humanoid because their genetics aren't really refined as well. They never really evolved the way humans have evolved. A little different when it comes to genetics. So what they wanted to do, they want to actually take over planet Earth 
And the only way to do that without having a war, which they would lose anyway, is because they're not actually really strong. When I say strong, they don't seem to be able to have like um, a will like a lot of humans do. They don't have that massive anger drive if they have to, you know, to save themselves. They're a little bit weak, but what they do have behind them is the ability, naturally with their technology, which is not that far advanced from us, but they do travel um, in spaceships quite well. But their spaceships aren't really like, say, for instance, the Ilias or the Nicarons. Um, the Nicarons are millions of years beyond them. So they also don't have empathy. They don't understand the meaning of love. So they want to actually grow and try to create a new form of culture in their society. And they want to sort of grow within the human population as humans. So now they're researching scientifically to be born. How they're doing it 100%, I can't say at this point, but they are doing it. That is for sure. And I think you should mention like otherwise they're around us where they, they are just a little out of sync from our physical reality and that way yeah. we can't see them, but they can see us. Do, do you know, a simple little exercise, which nothing would actually eventuate from it, but it would give you the general idea of vibrations. There are billions of trillions of different levels of vibration completely within and around every single dimension and universe. And that's how life forms vibrate. Even within, say, the, the plant life, the rock life, um, the water, you know, the insects, everything exists within a vibration. And we do. But the reptilians, they vibrate. It's a really hard one to define because you would think that they would be lower than us when it comes to vibration because they don't have empathy or any form of understanding of love. And they all live in a very grey atmosphere when it comes to um, buildings, for instance. Everything is square. Um, it's like it's all concrete. They don't have any sort of plant life. And nothing's green. And when they come into this vibration, they are overwhelmed because of the greenery, um, humans having children and loving each other, um, even the way they um, are intimate. It totally fascinates their culture because they're not like that. So they've come up with a way to literally overshadow us and by slightly living in a different vibration, which is like a different dimension, they can stand right near us and talk into our ear at a sub-level sound or a sub-level vibration. And that can influence us in doing things that we normally would not do. Now, people will say, oh, that can't exist. Well, the sad part is they do, and they have for a very long time. And they seem to travel the universe 
finding a planet that they can literally influence. And they have now chosen Earth. Now, governments like America, they know of their existence because they, in the past, have actually communicated with them. But the reptilians are the type of species that will not conform to any form of law that is outside of theirs. So if you can't give them what they want, they will give you nothing and totally discommunicate with you, which is what they did. And they've come up with another plan that they can literally be born into a human vehicle, even hijacking a human body before the original recipient can get into it because it's all energy. They have learnt a way and they are finding that seems to be a much easier way of doing it. Mm. The only issue is that they don't fully understand the way we are um, genetically and they have had trouble in trying to live in the human world from day to day because they don't understand it fully, but they will eventually evolve. Of course they will. But haven't you noticed yourself that humanity as a species has changed a lot from what we see with our eyes or hear with our ears when it comes to having no empathy, no real compassion, and they're really super logical, really super logical. And they don't care if a person gets hurt. They look and they'll walk away. Now, if I've studied humanity and I've noticed in different people in the last, say, 35, 40 years, there's been a big swing into what I just described. And that's not normal. And if you spoke to a lot of parents, some will just say, oh, that's just kids. But it's not. There's more to it. A lot more to it. There is more violence. There are more murders than ever before, especially in the last 30 years. Fascinating. So how many how many like, like what, what percentage do you think it might actually be? Only about three to maybe four percent at this time. That's still a lot in some regard, isn't it? Yeah, it's only very minimal. But when you get something down pack where things come together, it doesn't take too long for nature, how would you say, to get on the bandwagon and use it and grow. And in another, say, 20 years, because they've got all the time in the world, another 20 years, it could be 9%. 30 years after that, 30%. It's just evolving all the time, and we're not even aware of it. It's a proven fact, and nobody will agree with this, but no, I shouldn't say that. I believe certain people who are curious and who have an open mind and are self-aware, they believe that there is a push 
in aliens from other worlds coming amongst humanity and trying to coexist with it and influence humanity in a way where they will eventually control humanity. And that's what these certain people all over the world have come together who are filthy rich, billionaires, trillionaires, have literally formed an alliance. And they now control even governments worldwide. And you're saying this alliance directly relates to the reptilians? Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. But to prove it to someone, I couldn't do it. But I will say this. People have to ask themselves this question, and I'll put this on two different levels. And I think I've asked one of these questions before, but it's worth saying it again. If a person is laying down in bed and they go into like a dream state where they're not deep and they're not awake in between, and suddenly, as they sort of even open their eyes, or with their eyes closed, they see these dark shadows, strange shapes moving around the corners of the walls. And they open their eyes and they see the same things. Now that means reality is in existence. They are there. Now I have had people say to me, what are these, these unusual creatures? They're black with yellow or, or red eyes and they're like like diamond shape they're long and slit and i i explained that that's what i've i've spoken about which is the dark forces and they're here to influence you but they do it as a game and they feed off your energy they feed off negativity now people will say how can anything feed off negativity well there was a gentleman back in 1930, I just can't think of his name at the moment, but he was an inventor, just like um, uh, Nikola Tesla. And Nikola Tesla also invented a machine that could create enough energy for every single household. Well, this man also invented it, and he proved it. You know what's really interesting, Michael? When he went and got the habit patented, they found him in his laboratory two days later or a day later, shot shot to death. Hmm. And his whole laboratory was raided, just like Nikola Tesla. Isn't that interesting? It is. How does it relate to the dark forces? Well, the dark forces don't want humanity to be in control of their own destiny. That's what the New World Order is all about. These... Uh, sorry, these dark forces, can they know about these reptilians. They can see them and they know that they're negative. And they've came to an understanding that it could be of benefit to them to have this new world order come in to existence where it controls humanity in fear. Fear is an energy. When you get 7 billion humans living in fear, you create 
oh, I don't even know how to rephrase the words, but billions and billions of tons of negative energy. And have a guess who feeds off it. Yeah, the dark forces, that's their gig. Exactly. So it's of benefit to them to work along with these reptilians who have no idea of their existence. Mm. Right? But they allow it to be. But these families all over the world, I won't mention the names, but big, rich billionaires who have been in existence over the last 500 to 1,000 years and have come down the line. And they always seem to interbreed, especially with each other and with other rich families. So they keep the family line, the blood going. What's about that? What, what's, what's with keeping the blood going? Is it just for the... What's the point of that? Ah, genetics, Michael. Think about it. If, if your father, for instance, right, was a really motivated person and your mother was really motivated, creative, your father was an inventor, he was um, a writer and he was a seeker of knowledge, you would want to be born by him and your mother. Because those genetics would be in you because her blood flows through you as a little baby inside for nine months. So your genetics would be quite powerful in those characteristics of your father and mother. This was spoken in the 1800s. Even even um, inventors back then, doctors back then, had a realisation that genetics played a big part in the characteristic formulation of a child. And this is what's happening with these reptilians who have existed within this family line in human form. And they have created massive wealth not just because of their own abilities, but because of these reptilians who can vibrate um, beside another person to influence them, to use those people for whatever reason. And in the end, they become wealthy. And they've existed now between 500 and 1,000 years. So it makes you think at a deeper level to what you're thinking now. And it shows you a much broader picture of what massive conspiracy that is being formed and what all governments, including Australia, want every single person vaccinated. Why? Why? And they won't tell you what's in the vaccine. Why? That's my question. Why? Because mm. they don't want you to know that they can kill you. Mm. It's very, very, it's scary. It's yeah. really scary. Yeah. And they're really pushing, sorry, they're really pushing for school kids all to be vaccinated. you know that? Every school in Australia. Mm. Yeah, it is scary. It's a, it's a crazy time right now in 2021. Very crazy. Very mm. crazy indeed. I don't mind if we come back to that, but I wanted to just ask you while we were talking about the reptilians and the dark forces, 
What's their history? As in, how long ago did both of them separately arrive at Earth? Well, the Dark Forces have been around for thousands and thousands of years um, in, in um, on Earth, right? But the reptilians have only been here in the last 4,000, maybe, no, between three and 4,000, sorry, between three and 4,000. But it's only in the last, say, 800 years that they've discovered that planet Earth is the planet to stay. Mm, okay. Do they park their ships on the other side of the moon? Oh, I, do, I don't know about that one. No, I might be wrong. It's just something I picked up along the way. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that one, Michael. No, I mean, if they've got the ability to shift, um, vibrate in a different level, then because they've got space, you wouldn't you wouldn't see their ships. You wouldn't. You know, you wouldn't no. see their ships. They would be able to be within basically a fourth dimension. Hmm. That's the, that's the reality of it. And by the way, it's interesting about that. There are alien beings, and it's a proven fact by by NASA, but they won't talk about it. They have technology where they can actually run a ski a screen camera over the sky day or night, and they will suddenly pick up an alien ship, but you can't see it with your human eyes. Mm. Right? That's been around for a little while. And it's a proven fact, by the way. It's a proven fact. And that is actually looking into the fourth dimension because they can enter the fourth dimension and hide their ships. Sometimes you should try this little exercise. I used to do it all the time and on at least easy 60, 70 times throughout my existence on this planet, I've seen so many UFOs, it's not funny. And I mean a lot. And all all you have to do at night or at day, is stare into the clouds or even into a blue sky, as long as the sun's not in your eyes. And or at night, just look into the sky. And what's really interesting is when you stare, it's like you it's like you're meditating on another level of consciousness. And if you do it long enough, which could be five minutes, ten minutes, even fifteen minutes, and just keep doing it. Your consciousness steps beyond your human vision. And suddenly it's like you're looking into the fourth dimension. And I know that works because I've done it on so many occasions. And that's when you see the UFOs. That's when you see the UFOs that aren't camouflaging themselves. So they're... They're, they're out of vibration and they're in the fourth dimension, but even then they could, some could camouflage themselves as well. That's true. Oh, wow. Okay. That's very true. I mean, the Nicarans have got that technology. They've had it for millions of years. It's just improved. Wow. So the dark forces, I think you said earlier that they, they just discovered this planet and thought, yeah, there's a good amount of negativity here. Let's stay here. Their planet, their planet died off because of of them basically um, raping the raping the planet of its entire energy field. That's what they do. And the beings there all died out. They left what was left. They left 
and they literally were in space for a very, very long time. It could have been thousands of years. And they have gone from planet to planet to try and find a planet that they can easily manipulate their thought patterns. And they discovered Earth. And they have found it very easy to manipulate people's thought patterns. Now, the difference between the reptilians and the dark forces is the dark forces simply want to feed off your life force, your energy, and also enjoy what they call their entertainment. They love to create violence and drama. They love it. It's just a part of their entire culture. The only way to get rid of that type of creature is to literally don't be negative. That's the only way. Be positive in every way. And if you fill yourself with light and say, I am the living energy of light itself in every moment of every breath, you say those little words every single day, 20 times a day, 10 times a day, whatever. Whenever you feel a little bit of fear, because you will feel fear if they're close to you, because they exist on fear. That's the only way they exist. I have literally used light in about oh, five, maybe six, six different situations, and I have literally dissolved them. And the light will dissolve them. They cannot stand that light. I'm not talking about sunlight. They're in sunlight all the time. I'm talking about living energy and amplifying it like you are the instrument to amplify and project it directly at them when you see them. And it literally dissipates them. Mm, fascinating. And so if we, it's not going to happen <laughs> right now, but if, if we came together as an entire population around the world and really focus on that in the most potent way for this exact purpose, we could eliminate them. That will, we may not eliminate all of them. They will leave. Whatever's left, they will leave. And they have grown, um, probably, um, probably 10,000 times fold in the time that they've been here. Wow. They do have offspring. They do have offspring, yeah. Offsprings, but they have offsprings in the most unusual way. Do you remember when you asked me, Michael, about how come the time factor was so different when I was out in the desert and I turned into an Akarum as Kantakas and I killed um, not just the, um, the the other brother, but all the other ones, and yet it happened so long ago. Ah, there's the interesting question. The interesting answer must be that these beings that came after Kantakas, their makeup may be a little similar to what the dark forces are right now. The only difference is they were built with liquid. They had like a, it looked like a solid outer form. But when I chopped one and it fell in half, it just turned to liquid. And then within, say, a small period of time, the liquid was gone and it was just like a grey mat on the sand. 
And then that disappeared. So that's telling me that their makeup as a species was so far different to us as a human. Like we have blood that flows to every facet of our entire inner being and outer being where they must have like a blood liquid that they exist from, but they have that they have an outer physical appearance. And yet I slice through them so easy. So their, their, their makeup is so different to humanity. And the makeup of the dark forces is again so different to what they were. And the dark forces, how they have their offsprings, is it just literally comes off their energy. And the more negativity that they draw in and they create, it feeds their cellular structure where they can have another one and another one and another one. So how non-physical versus physical are they? They're, they're not they're not physical at all. They're not physical, but they have a cellular structure. They have a cellular structure, but it's all negative, Michael. One hundred percent. And it's in like the lower levels of the fourth dimension, and that's why we can't see Absolutely. them. Absolutely. But they can crawl around, crawl around the, the ceiling and such because they they don't have gravity because they're no. non physical. They're non physical. Mm. There's nothing for, to fall to the ground, and they got they don't they don't have actually legs. It's like a jagged, jagged base where their legs would be. It's a, such an unusual form. And if you turn them sideways, it's like they're thin. It's, it's like a cartoon type thing. But they are conscious. They can think. They can laugh. The most hideous laugh. And when you upset them, um, like, you know, throwing light or you're going to bring out light, the sound that comes off is, is a screech. That is deafening. It really does um, blow you up a bit. It's just unbelievable to hear. Wow. But the reptilians are the cause. They really are the cause, Michael, of what is occurring on our earth in the last 500 to 1,000 years. They have grown stronger and stronger and stronger. They have become trillionaires and they all... Um, protect each other and they try to bring certain people into their existence so it builds them up more and more and more and they manipulate people in governments especially presidents emperors, all that and they don't even know it that's why I wrote in um, my uh, first volume of The Dream Assassin where the president, when Mystical Man first walks into the um, uh, presidential office and he just acts a little blasé, but he sees these three entities that are around the security officers, not around the president, around the security officers. He is control- those beings are controlling those three security officers. And that's what's interesting. So when when Mystical Man asks the president, when they speak in private so he can talk to them, he gets those three to walk out. And when he brings them back within a few minutes, Mystical Man just spins around and encloses them in living energy, a sack. 
so nothing can actually contact them. Now, the interesting thing about the um, uh, the reptilians is that they have the ability to telepathically talk to each other. And that's how they communicate. They can instantly send a message to their ships, wherever they may be, and say, this is what's going on. Right? And they can be alerted. And that's why Mystical Man, I made it so it would show the people what Mystical Man did so he prevents them from sending a message. Hmm. And then he dissolves them. He sure. asks the president first. He actually shows the president and the president is completely shocked. Now, I know that sounds like fantasy, which it probably is, but that is the reality of what is actually occurring. And the sad part is in this day and age, right now, there are certain people in parliament, even presidents, who are literally reptilians. Born, born in a physical body. That's right. Yeah. And they've been put there by these very rich families. So wow. they can create new laws and they can create and manipulate the entire world. Wow. And do you know what their biggest power is? It's not soldiers. It's not military. It's not guns. It's not bombs. They create fear. And that's what they're doing right here and right now with this vaccine with this so-called C-19, which is all man-made, all of it. So like with like eugenics, would it actually benefit the reptilians if lots of people died? Absolutely. Yeah. There'd be less people to control and to get, it'd right. be easy to get greater control, wouldn't it? They're, they're doing it slowly. They're doing it um, on a very, very subtle level, and they know the plan in the end will come together. And the ones in humans that are left, um, they'll just all be uh, manipulated and um, imprisoned or um, um, killed. Hmm. And they'll have a world that's all stable. Nothing will be destroyed. That's why they're using terrorism. They're controlling even those people who were the great leaders in, ter in terrorism. But people aren't aware of that. So the greatest, the greatest power is the ability to incite fear and influence because of fear yes. in others. Yeah, absolutely. So they whisper in your ear and say, "Oh, you should be frightened about that. Maybe you should do That's such right. and such." That's right. Hmm. I mean, you know, if you tell if you if, if you live in a country, for instance, like say New Zealand, and suddenly you put out a news report and you say, "All of Australia." is now quarantined and over half the population have got C-19 and there are millions of people dying or hundreds of thousands of people perishing. And if you flash that over the, over the media and the news, they're going to believe it. Mm. And this is the sad part. That's how easy it is to manipulate a society through fear. So by doing that, they say, we really recommend that you get your flu shots so we as a country um, do not become infected. So people go out and get their shots. What they don't realise is no one knows, except the people who created it, what's actually in the vaccine. 
I mean, for instance, like they put mercury. Mercury is a proven fact that it uh, destroys brain cells. Yet it's in some of the vaccines, common vaccines. But they don't tell you that. Mm. Aluminium also kills brain cells. Mm. Interesting. It's pretty shocking to see people putting magnetic parts up to their arm where they had the the vaccination and the magnetic, and it's sticking magnetically to their arm. That's right. That's, that's shocking. Yeah. It makes you really think that hell, what the hell is going on? Why is all this coming into play in the last basically 100 years? Well, and you said that they are, they've got a, what is it, like you said, it's just a, a, sl- a slowly moving plan that is working for them. That's right. Mm. That's right. It's, it's like, um, it's like China. China at the moment now is, um, building up all their, uh, military. They're putting in millions of dollars into military and they got their big, um, aircraft carriers out in the Pacific Oceans and all that. And it's like they're putting a stronghold out there. Even the Americans were a bit concerned about that. There was a report about this big um, uh, American general who was saying that we have to really do something about this now because they're increasing their military a hundred times fold. They're putting so much money into creating more soldiers, more soldiers, more soldiers, bigger technician, more technology, you know, more advanced technology. Um, ships are in the oceans everywhere. I'm um, just traveling. That's what they're doing. They're not even going back to land. It's like they're building up for something. Mm. And we just wake up every morning and listen to the morning news, you know, or have our coffee and think that the world is great. We look at our kids and we don't really think seriously that, hey, this world is really falling apart. There is, there is, there is something at play here that's not right. We don't want to know, and that's the problem. I have heard, honestly, Michael, throughout my life, I don't want to know. Mm. I don't want to know. And they're the people that just sweep all their problems under the carpet, and that's not good. Well, if they do know, they can feel helpless because what are they going to do about it? Well, what we don't seem to understand is that we're the people and we have more power than all the governments on the earth. In fact, all the soldiers on the earth were seven billion strong. Hmm. We have given away our power. Now, there's nothing wrong with having a government that has heart and keeps the people informed and tells people the truth. But there's not a government on this planet at this time that has heart. You know, the only person I feel that should have been... um, um, Prime Minister in Australia. Who's that? Pauline Hanson. Oh, really? Yep. Yeah. Because that woman has, has, has gumption, guts, but also determination. But she's got a heart and she feels for the people. And that's why she became a politician because she wanted the right things for the people. And what did they do to her when she got so close to going into power because they were so scared? All these pathetic males. They shot her down and created falseness around her to make her look that she was really bad. Ah. Yeah, and which took her out of parliament, basically. 
and now she's nowhere near what she could have been. This is going to sound really crazy. If we go back thousands and thousands of years ago and we study humanity, you will find that it was women who made the decisions. Men worked the fields and they were very happy doing it. There wasn't an issue. Women did the healings, always. But have a guess what changed it? Religion. These bishops, priests, whoever they were, used to go up to the um, kings and queens and tell them the most filthiest lies about people and instill fear into the king and queens. So they brought out new laws that religion had power of all things given by the king or queens. So what did they do? They killed thousands, in fact tens of thousands of women, men and young girls who they believe were witches or spell makers. That's what happened in Salem. That was huge, huge. And that was all because of fear caused by priests in religion. And you know how they used to kill them? They would get them to admit by torture. And once they admit, they'd still kill them anyway. They would choke them to death with ropes and twist it until they died, drown them, um, burn them, hack them, rape them. The most horrifying things that men could possibly do. And what's really interesting, right throughout human history, in all the wars, 157,000 wars, men rape right back then. That was the biggest rape session of all time. Wars. Mm. And they still do it today. The only difference these days is that men are now raping men as much as they're raping women. Mm. That's how perverted our human society have become. And we don't do anything about it. Not really. Well, I mean, and you say we're like, we're seven billion strong. And I'm sure. I, I believe you, like if we all stood up united That's as right. a, a people, we could do, um, we could make, we could do some, some good, but it, it's so not simple for that to happen. I don't know. Like, how do you see it? Well, you've got first dimensional, second dimensional and third dimensional human beings on this planet. And to get everybody to think the same, it would be a very, very difficult task. Mm. But even if you got half the human race and they believed you and you taught them, say, you know, so many people taught all these people how to use the light, which is so simple, and to believe in the light, especially in your word expressions, we would probably dissolve most of the um, dark forces and the other ones would leave because they'd have no more power. What's really interesting, it's the same with the um, reptilians. If we took recognition, governments, and we were taught how to dispel them and not listen, which can be done, 
we would also dispel them. They would leave the vibration, not come back. Because that's the only power they have. They don't have power as a, a fighting force. They don't have the strength. They don't have even the intelligence or the quick wit that humans actually have. In reality, even though their technology is advanced from human society, we as a species consciously are more evolved. And that is the truth. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. We have compassion. Not all. There's probably a very large sector of human society that are the most evilest evilest people in the entire existence in the things that they actually do. But besides all them, what we have on this earth are very loving human beings that would actually care for each other, even if we didn't know them. You must notice when there is um, a tremendous like cyclone or um, typhoon or whatever, people all come together from everywhere to help each other, even to give things, you know, to donate and give and help and rebuild. But after it's all done, everyone goes back to their daily lives because we're on autopilot. Mm. We don't stop long enough because we don't feel we have the time because we have to earn the money to pay for all the things that governments have set up so we keep working harder and harder and they reap all the benefits from us. Working harder and harder for us to afford some of the things that we want in life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yes. yes. I've yes. never seen it said so simply. It's quite interesting. Yeah, it is, wow. isn't it? It really, really is. But, you know, if, if no one ever shows you the way, then how could you ever um, ever do it? Hmm. I read something very interesting. My, my son, um, my little boy, um, he goes to school next year, right? Cool. And my wife um, went and got like a package, you know, like a school package. And I was just reading something and I started laughing. And she said to me when she was on the computer, what are you laughing at? And, and I just said, oh, just some, one of the statements that was made by this, whoever the person was. And they were saying, um, understand that your children are very highly intelligent and they can teach you so much. Well, yeah, okay, I can agree with that to a point because my son has taught me a lot, but there's a lot he hasn't, and <laughs> there's a lot of a lot of things that he needs to learn, and like most children, children are here to be guided by intelligence. That's how they grow, by example. And if you have a household that's filled with violence, drugs, alcohol, um, whatever else goes with it. Well, your children, in most cases, 85% will turn out the same. And if they don't, they will struggle through life trying to be better. And I mean struggle. But if you have a household that is fairly balanced and trying to do the best for their kids, and millions and millions of parents are doing that, and have helped their children tremendously. But nobody ever really gives parents credit. Do you know that? Mm, mm. You don't really hear that. Mm. And yet the ones that love their children from the heart and want the best for them 
It's not the parents that destroy them. It's the rest of society that grow up in violence, that push that type of violence upon those children and to say, don't listen to your parents, don't listen to your parents. I've heard children say that. Wow. And it really can influence a child's way of thinking and literally transform them from being a nice kid to an actual terrible child. Mm. That's why we need to change, all of us. Every single human on this planet has got to get off their stupid ego horse and start thinking self-awareness. That's where growth is. Mm. That's where love is. That's where balance is. Mm. No judgment. You know, grow in empathy, grow in compassion and give that to your children so your children have a chance to grow up and not be angry like the parents were. Don't pass on those ugly genetics that's going to cause your children to be just like you, mm. angry and violent or a drug user or an alcoholic. That's important. That's what we should be teaching. Well, is there something positive we can finish it off with? Um, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And when you say positive, in what manner would you like it? <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, maybe considering what Swin's spoken about, uh, considering what you've shared in this episode, maybe you could share with us what it looks like a little bit for these, for these things to actually turn around, like that you believe that they at some point will because, because of people being good people, I guess. Absolutely. Okay. What I've expressed is reality. It is happening. And we need to stop and really give this a lot of deep thought to what is going on around our world, not just in our local little Australia, or New Zealand, or England, or America, but what is truly going around. And what's really interesting, first I'll just say this quickly. In America, so many people, and I mean, I'm talking thousands, are moving out of New York and going to smaller towns for whatever reason. But I believe there's a lot of people that know what's coming. I believe there's going to be a battle between hierarchies and people where people will, some will conform, others will not, and there'll be lots of problems. But what we have to realize, we as the people on this earth, we have been giving away our power as individuals over a long period of time, from one incarnation to the next. And we've become so used to being told what to do and letting others protect us. I mean, we don't create the wars. Governments do. Dictators do. We don't create disasters. Um, nature does. So people need to say, I'm an individual and I want my children to grow up in a beautiful world without violence, without wars, without 
governments trying to control every movement we have. And we need to look at it and realize that we are the power. We always have been. And all we need to do is stand up and say no more. We need to do that. But I will say this, which governments don't seem to realize, in about 180 to 220, maybe 240 years, governments will no longer exist. They'll be taken off the earth, gone, finished. And you know one of the reasons why? Let me ask you, Michael, why would it change so dramatically in what I just said, that no governments will actually exist? Well, in a simple way, I guess, because people are seeing less good, less good and more bad coming out of governments. That's right. But there's another, another higher reason. What's that? What am I, Michael? You're an alien. <laughs> no, but what type of alien? You're in a car. Exactly. We're going to have a visitation within that period of time. That's fantastic. Tell me more. I can't say too much more. Remember I said to you in the last one, a global treaty. Yeah, yeah. Right? And they will come. I've already been told they will come. And there will be lots of negotiation. There will also be lots of conspiracies between governments if they can find some way to manipulate the Nakarons and maybe take their technology and all that, which will totally fail. I can tell you that now. But there will also be people that will get into power that will see the reality of what Nakarons want to give and they'll take it. And the first country that will actually sign the global agreement will be America. And what's really interesting is the second country will be Russia. Because hmm. Russia wants to be well known, and they will be. And the more countries that signed that global agreement because all countries have got to sign it. So it becomes one agreement, not separate. The Chirons will not accept that. It's got to be one agreement. And the agreement will be to evolve, to change the way we think today into higher forms of understanding so we can grow as a species, humanity, beyond what we are now. And that's the only way you can evolve, is beyond what you are. We have to change our thinking. We have to open our hearts, which we will do. Humanity will do. The people will want to do it because they will see the sensibility because they are parents. They have children. And you know what's really interesting, Michael? What's that? We will never remember these words, but I am going to be part of that convoy. Excellent. And humanity will change. There'll be no more monetary. There'll be no more 
massive rich families that control. There'll be no more dark forces or reptilians. No dark forces, no reptilians. And the world will actually come into a peaceful state. And it'll be a very, very, very happy time. Sounds good. We can yeah. We can uh, move towards our evolution unhindered, unheld, not held back by governments or whatever else. You know what's really good about this one point? What I was talking about these um, um, negative, negative things about um, one new world order. Uh, I believe by all of them bringing it to the head, they think they're winning. What they don't realize is they're putting themselves all in one basket. You understand that, don't yeah, you? Yeah, as, as the physical families. That's right. Yeah. And that's when things will change. Thank you, Michael. Yeah, thank you very, very much. That was very, very interesting. This concludes another episode of Kentarkis. If you'd like to connect with us, maybe you have a comment, a question, or a suggestion. Or if you'd like to connect with Kentarkis for a private consultation, which I highly recommend, simply email kentarkis at gmail.com. Also, you can go to his website, etcconsciousness.com, where you can find out more about him and his books. Well, that's it for now. Thanks so much for listening. My name is Michael Yon. Stay tuned for more.